This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On a Saturday afternoon, a rain-swept, horrible Saturday afternoon, at the innocent New Lawn Stadium in Nailsworth. Mansfield Town defied the odds. They defied the story. And finally got their first league win of the season. Come on! Forest Green Rovers 1, Mansfield Town 2. I'll say it again. Forest Green Rovers 1, Mansfield Town 2. Third in the league, one. Third from bottom, two. Nigel Clough has made it two wins from two in the dugout. Mansfield Town have made it three from three and taken home all three points to record their first league victory of the season. Wow, what an afternoon. Forest Green Rovers made us sweat a little bit late on, but the Stags showed character to hang on and bring those points home. This is the cool-down post-match reaction show Forest Green Rovers 1, Mansfield Town 2. Get your comments in right now. the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters and winning matters. Three wins from three games, three wins in three different competitions. I'm giddy, I'm feeling it tonight. It is absolutely great. Get involved in the comments as always. Joining me as ever from a socially distanced virtual location, Cam Felton over in Manchester. Good evening, Cam. How are you? Oh, galvanised. Come on! <laughs> and joining me from the other side of Mansfield, thanks to me lending him a socially distanced uh, cable yesterday in his brand new setup. <laughs> he's got headphones on, he's got a microphone. He's loving his next day deliveries. It's Mr. Nathan Edge. Evening, Nath. 
Ah, oh, good evening. I've been I've been grafting all week to get this uh this this equipment set up. Uh, and I'll just hope I won't be let down with a defeat, and I, I certainly haven't. So I'm, I'm buzzing as well. Come on. Absolutely loving life at the moment. As always, get involved uh, with the show in the comments. Let's start the 30-minute timer. Wrong button, Craig. Let's uh, put the, the clock on. There you go. I'm so excited. I don't even know what I'm doing. As always, get involved in the comments. One word to sum up today's game, though, gents. I'm going to start with the man who I'm just loving the sound of his voice because it sounds so much more clearer and crisper. That's Nathan Edge. Oh, my uh, my one word today was it's going to be uh, going to say nervy. Yes, great word, Cam Felton. Uh, resilient. Resilient. Another good. Gr- another good word, uh, Nathan. I'm going to leave it to you to think of a a, a, a competition to uh, give away another mug today. Of course, Clive won a mug for his pizza puns on Tuesday. What are we going to do today? I'm going to leave that to you as I go to the comments and uh, sweep through some of these. Lots of people getting in touch already. Uh, kicking us off tonight, Clive. Good evening, fellow Staggies. Mark says twitchy at the end, but a great win today. Jamie played well again, and the only worry uh, that the strikers are not hitting the net but they are playing their part well done Danny says the stags are going up got to thank the Irishman for keeping Clough's seat warm um, Stephen says happy campers we are come on you stags Craig we are going up massive result missed uh, these kinds of Saturdays uh, Richard great result what a difference a decent manager makes Clive says great pressing first half uh, why did we defend so deep in the second half we just invited Forest Green pressure great win all the same um, Paul says confidence secret ingredient for any successful team come on you stags Mark says three wins on the bounce get in Glynn what a fantastic feeling again come on you stags Nigel Clough's barmy army Liam says Bowery has took some stick lately but the past three games now he's looked good wins every second ball uh, just needs uh, to be nice for one of the front lads to go and grab uh, a goal of course Nicky Maynard had one ruled out for offside um, today Chris says brilliant having a few beers we're on the march with Clough's army uh, Wayne says um, brilliant win today in dreadful conditions we are starting to look more solid and more organised in every game we play since Clough came in up the stags and Steve says boom shakalaka what a comment that is uh, what a, uh, a, a victory today um, obviously you know confidence is the key uh, was the key to it we made uh, 11 changes again from the side which uh, started on Tuesday we reverted back to that side which played Sunderland uh, last week and, and deservedly so we'll touch upon team selection a little bit more later on but as we said at the top of the show Cam you know um, Forest Green did make it a little bit nervy I think one of the comments was about sort of sitting back in the second half the conditions were absolutely awful and uh, you know it was very windswept down there as well and Forest Green being third in the table and I think pretty much unbeaten in the league at home prior to prior to today we're always going to come out and, and give it a go and I think you, you have to credit our defensive performance I, I felt our legs went a little bit I felt we should have perhaps brought um Andy Cook on or maybe even Corey O'Keefe on a little bit early just to try and sort of nullify uh, their threat and push us out a little bit but such a relief when that full-time whistle went to, uh, uh, to to see through that rain and to see so many smiley, happy, positive Mansfield Town bodies celebrating at full-time. Oh, it's brilliant and I think we've waited so long for this moment and uh, fully deserved it today. Absolutely fantastic. I'm really, really annoyed. I followed, decided we're going to break, so I didn't actually see the first goal. Um, all I know that was uh, what, like, how the goal came about um, through Twitter, but I've not actually seen it. Uh, second goal, um, it, just brilliant. Uh, just pressuring, 
Forest Green into making mistakes and and punishing for it. And it's something that we've we've lacked all season, where teams have made mistakes and and pouncing on that. And we've really made them pay today. And just all around, what a fantastic performance! Uh, like the comment said earlier, a bit shaky in defence towards the end, but. Yeah, they were, Forest Green were always going to come at us. This, they saw the conditions. It, it could have been so easy to make a mistake. And we we were resilient, we held strong, and we got the win that we fully deserved. And you've got to say, Nathan, as well, you know, um, I think it, it's a lot of that is down to the character because we were 2 0 up. It got to sort of 70 odd minutes or so, and we were thinking, you know, let, let's hold on. And then they get a goal back sort of. Uh, late on and we're thinking let's not throw it away like we did at uh, Leighton Orient and we had sort of flashbacks to that with them coming at us with wave after wave same again with the Bolton game where we were 1-0 up and they came at us late and, and scored late you have to credit the character within that squad to, to see that game out throwing bodies on the line you know just getting rid of it and, and running until the very last whistle yeah I mean it was a massive performance and uh, you know I think we need to remind ourselves that it was against third in the table at their ground as well so you know, they, they've been on a fantastic run themselves, so they would have uh, certainly been coming out to do better than what they did do, certainly that first half. But the second half, it was obvious they were going to come out and be a different team. They had to be. Um, so uh, a bit like our Manning Cam's uh, summary, nervy and resilient, both of them are quite relevant because it was nervy, well, for us as, as supporters, but, you know, imagine what it, was, it would have been like for those players after that, um, you know, that goal went in for Forest Green. So... Uh, they had to try and control those nerves and they had to be resilient to keep that ball out of the net because you know, they did pile on the pressure. Um, you know, second half, I do think that uh, as, as much as we defended superbly, we, we probably should have kept the ball a bit better. I think that was probably our downfall because the issue was, you know, we was clearing it and it was coming straight back. So that was probably, you know, one of my, one of my criticisms from that second half. But still, even though that was the case, we did, uh, we did everything we needed to do to keep the ball out of the net. And that's all that matters to get those... Uh, magical three points that we've not seen for a long time yeah it's been a very long time coming our last football league win remember back in march against uh, northampton now of course in league one and i think a lot of it does go to show cam as well we, uh, again we, we sort of say it every week or have done for the last couple of weeks or so of the importance of getting the belief back in those boys because the, the again they played with freedom they played with confidence you know the press from the front which earned them that that second goal we'll talk about the goals in just a second but we've got to praise the work which has been done on the training ground for the past two or three weeks since Graham Cockton left and sort of Richard Cooper took care take a charge to sort of you know re-energise these boys and, and get the belief back in there that they are a good squad of players and it, it's starting to show more and more and more now yeah, I think it was Ollie Ollie Clark during during the week mentioned about in training the the lads are smiling again. And I think that's that that's the biggest thing you could tell that the the the, the squad was so down on confidence and we just didn't look like dragging ourselves out of this this hot the the hole that we were in and just reinstalling that that hunger desire and that belief in the players um, from. Coops and and his his staff was the by far the biggest part and I think since since Cluffy's come in obviously he's carried that on and and we've got the reward that we wanted and I just hope that we take this lesson as such and just keep it going learn from every game win lose draw just keep it going don't get bogged down like we did in the past and just 
and and hopefully we'll start climbing the league table. Absolutely. Obviously, three uh, back-to-back wins in all competitions, five games unbeaten in all competitions as well. That in itself says absolutely everything and, and, and really gives us that uh, that momentum. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Marks has felt like the longest second half ever. Lapsley was absolutely class. Uh, again, no doubt we'll mention him in the Man of the Match votes uh, later on. Terry says, well done to the cameraman. Thought he was running out of bog roll towards the end. Uh, obviously, in his cloth uh, will be a contender for the Man of the Match uh, as well. Uh, I have to sympathise for the cameraman as well. I've been in that exact same position where it's howling it down with rain. You're watching the game through a tiny little screen as well and you're, you know, you're rain-swept, the screen's rain-swept. You can't see a thing. And to keep up with the action and to sort of know when to to tactically sort of wipe the lens uh, I thought uh, certainly deserved a, a little bit of a mention um, Danny says uh, is Maynard at full fitness as he doesn't look anywhere near the player he was last season uh, did he have any pre-season obviously came to us late didn't he in pre-season as well and uh, sort of struggled to get in the side so uh, maybe playing catch up a little bit but starting to form a nice little partnership with um, uh, with Jordan Bowery. Uh, Chris says, looks like the Clough effect is working. Let's see where we are in the new year before we think about the playoffs. Well done today, uh, boys and Cluffy. Come on, you stags. Uh, Richard says, Maynard didn't look interested. Nick says, great performance. If Coughlin was in charge, we'd have drawn that. Uh, Paul says, Nigel Clough is a football genius. Great results today for the boys. Uh, and the Messiah has finally arrived. Um, uh, Nick also says, glad we got Clough before Derby sacked Cocky this afternoon. Um, Rebecca says £176 on today's winning. Congratulations. Um, not at all brave jealous. Great betting on the stags. Yeah, great. <laughs> it is, like Cam says, very brave betting on the stags. And one day you will learn. But <laughs> uh, well done and enjoy a very rare victory. Um, yes, enjoy. Uh, enjoy that £176. Um, spend it all on iFollow. Awesome Mansfield Matters merchandise. No, we haven't got Mansfield Matters merchandise. Maybe we need to invest <laughs> in, in that. Maybe a chance to win a mug later on, though. Um Terry says, first of many, um, uh, first of many, hopefully. Another cash winner, uh, Mark, says £24 for me on Lapsley. Uh, Steve says, this resort has made an old man very, very happy. Got tears in my eyes. Um, Pedro says, I backed Charlesley every game, came good. Um, Jamie says, there must have been something wrong uh, in the changing room with Graham Coughlin in charge. Um, and Stephen replies to that saying the players knew he was a poor manager um, and Pedro says back playing football again hardly any long balls really enjoyed watching the Stags again let's touch a little bit, bit upon that Nath uh, obviously you know <laughs> it, same players different result different mentality different mindset you don't want to heap blame too much on the old manager but it it, it, that has to be the thing, doesn't it? You know, we've reverted from playing three at the back, which clearly wasn't working. We've found a, a settled sort of system, one which suits our players a little bit more, and it's just about now making those right tweaks uh, and things with the approach um, to coaching and the approach to, to matches and, and tactically, which, you know, certainly shows, uh, certainly is showing at the minute. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, obviously we've, we've discussed this in, in quite a bit of length over the last few few podcasts really but um i think the the main thing is when you look at specifically player comments in the in the media when they've done interviews you know that nicky maynard was saying about it doesn't feel like they're as as robotic as they were before which obviously says this was under coops as well so you know, let's remember it's not just clough that's turned this team around coops has as well um which obviously shows something was really wrong when when cochran was in and i personally for me uh, that was down to um, yeah, the match tactics. I, I don't think you know with the go with the system and with the long ball t- tactics. I don't think it 
got the best out of um, you know some the, some of the abilities that we've got in the team. So that was obviously the first issue, and then you've also got the second issue of then because that's not working, the players lose belief in that system, and if he's not willing to change it, then obviously the players are going to dig the reels in more and really not not want to play that way. So I think the whole you know Cochran leaving and, and Coop's taking over, and then obviously Clough following on from that is just. Um, it's freshened things up, and I think that was just what was absolutely needed, and it was um, you know, just at the right time as well. Yeah, no doubt we'll touch upon that more uh, in the midweek podcast. Finally, no midweek game um, this this coming week, so we'll actually be able to do a normal, regular podcast. All right. I know. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. We'll, we'll let you know when. Probably be uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Probably Wednesday. Uh, of course, we've got a game again Friday at Colchester uh, at home for that one. They were two-one winners uh, today. They in the uh, the playoffs at the moment occupy seventh place. But as we worked out today, as we figured out today, and shown today, being in the playoffs means absolutely sod all. Uh, as we beat Forest Green two-one, who were third going into today's fixture. Let's touch upon team selection today, Cam. Obviously, Nigel Cluffers, he watched the uh, the three games Richard Cooper was in charge for, uh, then rotated it for his first fixture in charge on Tuesday night so he could have a proper look at every single player who was playing. Hinted that there might be one or two changes, but he said it pretty much would be um, as you were at Sunderland. And it was exactly as you were at, at Sunderland. The exact same starting eleven, a few tweaks uh, to the bench. Um, I, th- I think it's actually testament and I think we've got to give a huge shout out um, to James Perch it's testament to the way he's played for him to keep his place at centre back when you've got Ryan Sweeney who had a very decent game Tuesday night uh, Roland Menayese as well who, who had a good game he's coming back to, to full fitness as, as well so testament that a central midfielder and not a natural centre half can keep out um, you know two, two decent centre backs one of, one of them for my money is one of the best centre backs in the division as well well, yeah, that's the thing. We've, for the last few weeks, we've obviously been down a couple of players. Um, Corey O'Keefe obviously just come back from injury. Mal, uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, COVID. Yeah. Mal Benny's just come back from COVID. Um, Sweeney the Sweeney, same. COVID. Mene's injury. So, for the last few weeks, we've we've really been playing with such a mismatched defence and. I think Perch's obviously been forced into that position, but he's really really grabbed the ball by the horns and, and really just stuck at it and and we've we've looked decent when he's when he's played there to be fair and it's just um such a good thing knowing that we've got a, a decent uh set of defenders but then also players can and pitch in and, and dig in when they really need to and and perch just uh, over the last few games has really shown that and just shown um why he's here because I think along with a, a couple of players for the first few weeks, it, very much questioning why is he here? Is he here for one last payday? Is he here just to use us for something? Is he want his users for to go into coaching or whatever? But he's it, really shown in the last few weeks why he is here and and what he can offer to the squad in um, not only a solid player but as a good leader and as a good captain as well. Your thoughts on James Perch, Nath? Well, basically, what um, you know, echoing what Cam said. I mean, he's uh, he's been asked to go and do a job that he's not really had to do before. Well, he might have had to do it before, but you know, it's not really his his number one position. And he and he stepped up in uh, you know going to do that in a in a difficult time for the Stags. You know, when we've been uh, sort of uh, 
when we're trying to turn things around. So it's obviously really important to get things right in the defence area where we've been under the most pressure. So for it to go and step in there and take um, take captain C as well, uh, you know, we've got to give him credit. So again, he, along with Bowery, he was uh, at some points being one of those players that was getting a bit of crit- crit- criticism from ourselves and from fellow supporters. So, uh, you know, both of them and Stack as well, throw him into the mix. Uh, all three of them have... Uh, absolutely turn things around uh, you know along with the whole squad so uh, you know massive credit to them yeah you mentioned Marek Steck there as does Danny in the comments who says let's give Steck a mention for the save it was similar to Schmeichel's against uh, Rapid Vienna uh, a fantastic uh, display again from Marek Steck he's you know really really starting to grow in confidence and showing the credentials um, you know w- which he came with Nath yeah, and I think um, yeah, if we're going to give Coughlin any any praise, I think it's for his recruitment because I don't think, as we've been saying all season, yeah, I don't think the players are bad. It's about getting the best out of them. And and Steck was one of these that came in with uh, you know a fantastic reputation for what he did at, at Luton, uh, but for whatever reason, you know, the first few games it it it's <laughs> it really baffling how sort of poor he seemed. But you know, since uh, well, I think just before. Uh, you know, Cockle left. I think he just started getting a bit of bit of form. But along uh, with the whole team, it's for me foot- confidence in football is a massive thing, and especially in that goalkeeping area. Because you know, you, you think as a goalkeeper, if you make a mistake, it's normally uh, massively costly. It's not you know, midfielders lose a ball. You know, you've got a lot of time to recover and make amends. As a goalkeeper, make a mistake, and it normally leads to a goal, as we saw. Uh, you know, at, at Barrow, I think it was when he dropped that one into the net. Uh, I think it was Barrow, one of the games anyway. So. You know, um, it's, it's, done a, it's done a lot to get his confidence back up and we, we're starting to see the, the keeper that we all hoped we'd signed and obviously it's, it's superb for him. And, and let's not forget, Tuesday night, we saw that we've also got a superb keeper on the on the bench. So uh, we're looking really strong in that position, which is which is nice to see. Yeah, for, for pretty much the, the first time in a very long time, obviously we had uh, Lesnik and, and Logan, but uh, Logan certainly had his faults in, in sort of his positive spells weren't as uh, predominant as what they could have been uh, keep your comments uh, coming in let us know your votes for Man of the Match later on um, as well don't forget we'll have a full podcast in the week so we won't be viraling away from the game today we'll uh, obviously have a little look at other things uh, in the coming week it's been such a long time since we've done a podcast and of course it gives Nathan a few a few uh, few days to sort of uh, sort his backdrop out I mean it's not too bad Nathan to be fair what, what were you sort of going with no, well, I've, obviously, I've got my, um, I've got to the to the right of, I think, for you guys looking at me, unless this camera switched, I don't know. Uh, I've got my my medals on there, my my personal footballing accolades. Although I've not got my main one, I've not got my actual England one. I need to dig that out, but um, uh, but I need to get a bit more stags memorabilia on there. So, I think uh, the, bear, bear with me, I'm working on it. Yeah, I think there's certainly space for a shirt to be maybe hung up there. What do you think, Cam? Uh, yeah, plenty of space there. <laughs> So yeah. many I've got the things you can I'm, do. I'm not sure how clear uh, if you can see it, but at the very top of, uh, probably above my head, I'm not on my headphones, I'll be blocking it now. We've got the uh, a, a photo up there, but yeah, you can see about a quarter of half it. Half of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not quite work, but give me time. I'll, I'll be, it's a work in progress. This, but, yeah. Uh, and to be fair, we maybe we, we might to need to, we might need to just tilt your webcam forward a little touch for. Uh, but it's 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 going well, you know. It's working pro- for a, for a blind man. It's it's not going too bad. That's better. That's better. Oh, there. That yeah, better? There, yeah. There you go. You better. You're more in shot now. Yeah, it's it's not too bad. Work uh, in progress, folks. For a blind man, it's brilliant. I know. <laughs> very very impressed. <laughs> a bit of credit there. Let's go back to yeah. uh, let's go back to some of the comments and get back to the football. We can uh, slag Nathan's backdrop off uh, in the week. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, Owen says, how it feels to win a game is one of the best feelings I've had in a long time. Um, Tom says, Bowery ran some serious miles today. Uh, and Liam replies saying, people need to stop stop slagging him off so much. It's what he does off the ball. Uh, he's a workhorse. Now, I'm going to hold my hands up a little bit, uh, to be honest, because when uh, Cam's changing the temperature in his house, uh, in his little yep. flat, um, bit warm, Cam. Cold. Cold. Well, there you go. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to hold my hands up a little bit. The first part of the season, probably the first maybe six, seven games, I wasn't a man, a massive fan of Jordan Bowery. I didn't feel that he offered us a lot. And I think a lot of that was probably down to the, the system we were playing at the time, playing with the, the three at the back. A lot of it was lumping the ball forward. I didn't, felt, I didn't feel like he was quite the player to fit that system. But I have to say, Cam, that in this new system, since sort of Richie Cooper took caretaker charge and then now we, we've got Nigel and it's continuing, he's been absolutely fantastic. He obviously you know, came off the bench in that first in that first game and then it has started pretty much ever since and he's fully deserved his place. All that's missing now is a goal from him. And, and to be honest, he's one of our better players and he's certainly, for me at the moment, in some respects, taking the mantle of Danny Rose in terms of digging us out defensively as well. Yeah, it obviously really seemed to be everywhere, and um, that's that's not just today. That's um, that's uh, last Saturday as well, and, and just really, really, really digging in. And I think it's fantastic because yeah, he has come in for a lot of stick recently, <clears throat> along with a lot of the other players. And they've basically in the last five games, they've just turned around and give everyone the massive middle finger. Yeah, because they've proved yes, they weren't good enough. And we saw that, but they've really in the last five games since things have changed, it, it, everything around the club's changed. It's just we seem to be just on that the ride in the crest of the wave, and we're not quite there yet, but we we're on the right tracks. And the players have got to take a massive amount of credit because not yes they were being told to play a specific way, but you could just see that they just weren't interested at all, and. Yeah, you could as you, much as it didn't take a genius to work out that there was something something wrong with you know with the body language. In, in some ways, it's a massive uh, middle finger up to to Graham Coughlin. Yeah, I, in, in a way, in the yes. kindest way. Yeah, they're proving they're proving now that they they are good enough footballers to to win matches. Um, you know, and and again, a bit like Barry. I mean, you remember most of the times he got the criticism, he was playing up with Cook. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying this is Cook's fault, but you've got two very similar players yep. there. And the, the other issue you've got is at that point, we wasn't really getting the midfield involved either. So it was going long. We were, at, you know, Barry's at being asked to sort of link up with Cook or keep the ball. And then, but but then it was just coming straight back because it was a difficult task for him to do. And at, you know, at the time, he didn't do it good enough. But now he's got the likes of Charlesley and, um, you know, and, and, and Lapsley buzzing around him and, and McCockham there for, for backup. And, and it, it's starting to get a bit of a build up uh, uh, team. team uh, I'll get my words out. Partnership with uh, with Maynard as well. So I think that's it's the system and the personnel around him, and he's got more support, which makes his his role sort of uh, reflect even better. Yeah, I think that it's that old cliche, isn't it? You know, good footballers don't become bad players overnight. Sometimes it can be systems, managers, man management, 
a lot of different uh, factors which you have to add into that. Colin says, the wife has just reminded me, I said I would have a shave when we won our first league game. Christ, you must look like Dumbledore <laughs> at the minute. Um, Gary says, I thought Man- uh, Maynard worked hard today, closing down and pressing from the front. Had a couple of good chances, which he made um, from nothing. Bowery again worked his socks off. Perch and Rawson, brilliant today. Um, Clive says, Bowery worked his socks off, but I thought he looked knackered after an hour. I was surprised that he wasn't subbed by Cook. I have, to, I have to admit, I thought the same, especially you know when that rain was starting to lash down in those last 10 minutes or so when uh, when they were starting to come at us. But, uh, you know, fair play to him for, for still sort of staying on there and sort of giving it his, absolutely, his absolute everything. Ollie says, some said Perch was here for a payday. Personally, I'd say he's giving it a good go and Maynard's here for one last um, uh, payday. Uh, Martin says, experienced, player, experienced players who've had years of knowledge let the ball do the work, Perch and Maynard. Uh, Jamie says, it helps with having a good back four and not a back three. Um, Danny says, has Clough removed the captaincy from Ollie Clark and given it to Perch? No, he hasn't. Um, Ollie Clark is club captain. Uh, Ryan Sweeney is vice captain. Um, James, neither have obviously played over the last couple of games, uh, so excluding Tuesday. James Perch was given it uh, by Richard Cooper. Um, and then, because uh, obviously Andy Cook had it, if you remember for the for the Barrow game for for some reason, uh, Richard Cooper gave it to uh, to to James Perch. Tuesday night, Ryan Sweeney had it back when Perch didn't play, and then when Ollie Clark came on, uh, Clark within seconds, it was the quickest I've seen him move, uh, ripped the armband from Sweeney in, and put it on himself. And he did the same again today, if anyone noticed, uh, when he came on, got it straight off Perch and, and, and was captain. So Ollie Clark, pretty much uh, the captain. Now, I have to say, though, Cam, um, you know, Perch has been a, a, a good captain for us and exactly what we needed during that uh, period of uncertainty with, with the changeover and everything. Yeah, I think it was just something that we needed to change. Obviously, it was a forced change with Clark getting injured uh, and Sweens being out with COVID. So, um, I think it was, I say, when you looked like, oh, we're going to be, it was going to be captain over the next couple of games, you'd automatically think it'd be Perch or Step. Yeah. To be fair, just the the more experienced players in the team. And I think either would have done a fantastic job. And I just think the, the situation that they're in has made it a little bit easier. Because I think had we have kept Graham Cochrane in, I think it would have been very much... Did it, not that they would have regretted taking the captain's armband, but it would be a bit hesitant towards it. Because it's just like they'd just be leading a, a bunch of players that really couldn't give a toss and... Um, it's like bringing sacking Graham just gave the whole club a fresh start, players, staff, whatever, and fans, and there was just no no pressure on them, and it's just let players grow into their into their stride a little bit, and and leading from the front in in perch, and it's just been fantastic to watch the just the development and the growth of the players over the last. Uh, nearly three weeks has, has been fantastic. Absolutely. Let's uh, go through some more comments and then we'll talk goals today before we try and pick our man of the match. Got about three minutes left uh, of today's uh, talk about the game. This is the Manfield Matters podcast, the cooldown post-match reaction show as the Stags uh, beat Forest Green Rovers 2-1 this afternoon at the Innocent New Lawn. A stadium, incidentally, which isn't so innocent because it robbed the public of a, a fair public vote. That stadium should have been called Kevin uh, That'll be tri- trivia for you. Some of you will know what I'm on about. Others, others will not. Um, uh, Tom says most. Com- related to a carrot. 
No, it's it, uh, 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 brief Not headlines. Kevin the carrot. No, brief headlines. Uh, Innocent, the smoothie brand, sort of now sponsor Forest Green. Uh, they wanted to rename the stadium. They did a Twitter poll. Um, a lot of people suggested Kevin for tongue in cheek. Um, it got included in in the poll, and Kevin won. And then Innocent went. Well, actually, that's not how I got our name in it, has it? So uh, we're not going to call it that and we're going to rig it in our favour. Um, Tom says, most complete game from McLaughlin too. He's been in and out of games, but in, in it today from kickoff. Midfield certainly looks uh, a strength this season. Um, J- uh, Gary says, good job we won today. Scunny and Southend also won. Tough game at home to Colchester Friday. They, they like us, are in a good run. Hopefully the injury to Maris is minor. Of course, he went off uh, in the first half. Clive says we've got a tremendously creative midfield and it showed in the first half. The problem was when we went into a very deep defensive formation, the second half resulted in very little midfield value. Alex says everyone's showing their best, but Perch has been fantastic since filling in at centre-back. Absolutely. Uh, Wayne says I still think Clough will bring in another striker in January. Um, Ryan says fantastic. Uh, I've just lost that comment now. Fantastic away win at a, dif- uh, at a difficult place to go. Um Gary says, Cluffy said, probably three in and three out in the next window. Uh, Danny says, yeah, we need another striker unless Knowles can be recalled from County. Um, and also, and Mark also asks, who will he bring in in January? That's for another discussion for another time. Let's briefly talk goals before I give you the task of uh, looking for today's man of the match whilst I run through today's League 2 score scoreline. Started really brightly, Nathan. Uh, George Lapsley getting in fine form, getting that shot in uh, after five minutes, following it in and, and tucking away the rebound. Uh, a great finish. And then the second goal just, I think, highlights what Mansfield have been all about in the last couple of games or so. Pressing from the front, switching on, not allowing quick play, forced a, a, a Forest Green mistake. And Harry Charlesley did absolutely everything in his power to uh, to, to tuck that ball away and, and really, really punish uh, punish Forest Green. Yeah, I mean, it was, um, you know, the, the first half performance, we were, we were really creative and it was really threatening. So, you know that certainly that first goal it was was coming, um, and obviously Lapsley did did superb to make it three and three for him himself. So uh, you know he's proven to be what what a lone lone signing that has been. And I I, I think I tweeted this um, on uh, on Sunday. I, I said I really hope um, you know Charlton don't have a recall clause in for January because I'd, I really hope we have got him for the season. Um, and, and the second goal, I mean that was kind of. Forest Green turned into Mansfield for a few seconds, didn't they? Trying to do a, a quick free kick. It's normally us that get them completely wrong. Uh, but but again, credit to, uh, to 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 our players. Bowery, um, I think it was uh, obviously intercepted it, and um, and and then Charlesley for being being clinical and and, and putting it away. So uh, you know, two two very well deserved goals, and uh, it, it was a shame Maynard was off offside for his in the second half. Um, but hopefully I'll still take a bit of confidence with the fact that he still you know put the ball in the back of the net anyway so uh, you know it, but it's, isn't it great even if your strikers aren't getting goals uh, you know they're still playing well but you've got your midfielders to come in and, and, and chip in and, uh, and it's a couple now for Charles, Charles Lee and, and three for, for Ma- uh, not for Maris for, for Lapsley so it's positive so there certainly yeah that really would have been uh, games that a match had may not uh, been on side uh, I'd love to see that again because uh, uh, maybe some questions about that some iffy referee and all round today but we've got no more time to talk about that the only thing left for you two to do now is to start to think about your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match you guys at home as well make sure you get involved with this if you're watching the live feed if you're listening to the audio version of this 
Hello, good evening and welcome, or good morning or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening, it's fine. Uh, make sure you come and join us. Uh, check out facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters uh, and uh, make sure you turn those notifications on. We will be live in the week, probably Wednesday, uh, with our regular uh, podcast, which we haven't done for a while, obviously due to all these uh, midweek games. So I'm looking forward uh, to that, to have a little bit more of a, a general chat and hear from inside the dressing room as well. So get your comments in now, have your say on your team and uh, sending your your nominations and your reasons for Man of the Match. Uh, whilst Nathan and Cam have a little think about theirs, let's have a little look at the League 2 picture this afternoon. So for the Stags, it was a 2-1 win away at Forest Green, their first victory of the season. Finally nice to get off the mark and make it three wins from three in all competitions. Elsewhere, though, it finished two apiece between Bradford and Exeter. Cambridge United and Barrow also played out a draw, 1-1 at the Abbey Stadium. Up in Carlisle, it was a bad day for them. They lost 2-1 at home to Cheltenham. Whilst Colchester, who come to the One Call Stadium on Friday night, beat Leighton Orient by two goals to one. Harrogate and Crawley, Morecambe and Stevenage all played out a one or draw. Harrogate against Crawley and Morecambe against Stevenage. Oldham were beaten 2-0 at home to Scunthorpe. Whilst what a game between Port Vale and Tranmere. Port Vale 2-0 up at half-time, beaten though 4-3 at full time and the uh, the day's other game it was Warsaw nil Southend United won Southend's first win of the season as well so everybody now annoyingly off the mark most positively though for Mansfield Newport didn't play today neither did Grimsby they were supposed to take each other on at Grimsby that match postponed due to international call-ups where does that leave things in terms of the Skybet League 2 table well let's have a little look Newport County stay top. They're a point clear. They're a point above Cambridge, who failed to win today. They failed to seal the initiative to go top. So Newport top, Cambridge second, and Cheltenham in third. In the playoffs, it's Exeter, Forest Green, Carlisle, and Colchester. Colchester, of course, come to the Stags on Friday night. Going all the way down to the other end of the table, South End a bottom on five points despite winning 1-0 uh, today. Scunthorpe in 23rd, they won 2-0 today. Stevenage in 22nd, after a one-all draw. But after that 2-1 win for the Stags today, the Stags have been lifted to 21st place. Colchester, of course, uh, are coming to the Stags on Friday night. They are in pretty decent form at uh, the moment um, with... Uh, Four wins from their last six matches, so they'll be very difficult to beat. The Stags, though, in the form table in the last six games, uh, up to 16th in that as well after that win today. So we really are starting to turn a corner. We'll have a little more of an in-depth look at that in the midweek podcast. Make sure you turn your notifications on to find out when that will be. The Stags today win 2-1 at Forest Green Rovers, but who will be named Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? Get your votes in now.
I'm going to come to Nathan Edge first. How many contenders have you got for today's man of the match? Give me a number. I'm struggling with this one. Um, for me, there's four. Okay, Cam Felton, the advances on four. Uh, two. Oh, I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to go three. Let's start with the two, Cam Felton. Uh, I've completely lost. Uh, uh, Lapsley and Perch. Nathan Edge. Um, Lapsley, Perch, Fazerawson and Marek Steck. Yeah, my, my three, uh, Lapsley, um, Steck and Perch uh, today. Uh, go on then, Cam. Uh, pick one and, uh, and argue the toss between yourself between before you uh, eventually pick your, your candidate. Who are you going to go for? Well, Lapsley, again, just fantastic. Link-up play, uh, just driving us forward and then obviously getting the goal as well. Just absolutely brilliant. And Perch, another standout performance at the back, just really solid. Um, questionable defending for the for the goal just as a as a as a team, uh, but other than that, it's the only thing that we did particularly wrong today, and it was just keeping the team going into that last ten minutes when they really started to pile the pressure on, and we we stood strong and 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 saw the game out. So I think they they're the they're the two for me. Um, and who are you going to go for? Say, uh, don't sit on the fence. Yeah, because because of how much pressure we were under in the last 10 minutes, I'm going to say Perch. Mm, okay, so one vote for James Perch. Nathan Edge, what are you going to go for? This is this is tough. Um, <laughs> wish I could sit on the fence here. I don't mind the splinters. I, I'm struggling here. But um, obviously, uh, yeah, George Lapsley, I mean, the, the, the reasons are the same, same as Cam, so I'll, I'll gloss over that rather than re- repeat what... Uh, you know, Cam said. Um, you know, the, the defenders. Uh, you know, Rawson going back to his his old stomping ground. He'd have wanted to make a good impression, um, and I think he I think he did that throughout the the whole game, really. And um, certainly the first half. Whenever I don't know whether they were whether they saw Rawson as a weak link, but they seemed to be whenever they were attacking. It always seemed to be him that was uh, having to deal with it. So I don't know whether that was just by chance or what. I don't know, but he, he did deal with it very well. Um, Perch, obviously, again, as he has been for the last few games, been really good. And and, and Steck, certainly the second half, he didn't have a, a massive deal to do in the first half, but second half he did have a quite a bit to do, and especially that that close range. Uh, I think it might have been Jamal Matt, Matt potentially. I think it was. So um, had, picking one's really hard, but um, I'm gonna go with my vote for. Faz for Rawson. Okay, so so far we've got one for Perch and one for Rawson. Uh, I'm going to uh, put my vote for Marek Stack today. Um, I felt, you know, he's coming for for a lot of criticism, uh, like we've mentioned before, uh, but his handling was very good. He, he came to collect crosses, was a little bit more vocal today, really looked comfortable and assured, made some good decisions, rushing out, closing the angles and, and made some... Uh, uh, some very, very good saves uh, in, in the Stags goal as well today. Very unlucky not to, to keep a clean sheet. And I'm sure he'll be very, very frustrated with that and look to put that right in the in the coming weeks. But uh, yeah, my vote is going to go for uh, uh, for Maddox Steck. So I'm going to consult the comments then and have a look at what you guys are coming. So I'm, I'm going to give Cam your... It's your job now to count these because they're, they're flooding in. So I'm going to read them out. You, you keep a, a tally of them, all right? So uh, it's between... Uh, obviously, between uh, Steck for myself, uh, for Faz Rawson, for, for Nathan, 
and then uh, obviously uh, James Perch for, for Cam. So let's have a little look at uh, what people are saying in the comments. Of course, it doesn't have to be those three. You can suggest others as well. Um, Gary says, Perch, my man of the match, uh, but Rawson versus his old club had a cracker, so that's one vote for Perch. Clive also goes for Perch. Uh, Mark goes for Lapsley. Uh, Danny says, Mellon Gordon played very well, had some good runs down the wing, unlucky not to win a penalty. Then says, Kellen, not Mellon, bloody predictive task, uh, texts. Uh, so that's one vote for Kellen Gordon. Um, Gary says, Perch or Rawson, Steck very good also. So undecisive one, so we won't count that. Um, Richard says, Man of the Match, Bowery. Jamie says, Perch. Cathy, uh, Kellen Gordon. Uh, Mark, Perch. Uh, Ryan goes for Kellen Gordon. Uh, Wayne says, man of the match, every single player for a solid performance in horrible conditions and a great win. So give our three uh, one each. Um, uh, Michael says, Barry was immense today, led the line very well and also did his defensive duties very well. Nick says, Rawson didn't put a foot or head wrong. Um, and David asks, has there been any news on Maris's injury? Not as yet. So Cam Felton, we know you are rubbish at maths. Let's, uh, I can see you using your fingers and your toes. So let, let's, uh, let's put your put you out of your misery and, and let's uh, let's reveal today's Mansfield man of, Matters Man of the Match uh, so it's a purchase one and Lans- he, he's got five uh, six collectively I think five you, six one or two essentially uh, you lost yeah, count perch. essentially you lost count but everyone was just saying perch so you just go just going with that yeah no 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 no. he's actually no, perch know. but um you just when you flick through the comments and something else pops up and it just yeah, yeah it's it's hard to follow facebook comments it is that's um, why i told you to listen to me and, and not the comments but he didn't listen in the first place so you did there you go yes, I luckily i did and it, and it was perched from the ones you read out thank so, you well, nathan well edge perched. i knew i could count on you to say <laughs> today uh so james perch today's uh mansfield matters man of the match and that is pretty much it for today's podcast boys thank you very much um as always, quick um, a quick bit of admin between the three of us and, and the rest of the internet. Um, votes for, for for Tuesday or Wednesday? Is, is Thursday not an option? No, because we play Friday. Yeah, I know, but we get um, interviews. Yeah, on Thursday but it'll be well. brought forward a day, won't it? Because we play Friday. We play. Um, oh, okay, then then Wednesday. Wednesday for Nathan Edge. Come, what are you saying? Uh, does it even matter anymore, Nathan? Don't matter, does it? <laughs> no, it don't matter to me. There oh, you go. Well, available. In which case, we'll see you on Wednesday then. Uh, that is pretty much it, boys. Thank you very much. I'll see you on Wednesday at a time to be agreed, probably six ish, something like that. It's not like we've got anything else to do, is it, with this lockdown nonsense? Uh, thanks very much, boys. I'll speak to you off air in just a second. Uh, thank you to you guys at home as well for all your comments, your questions, your shares, your votes, your general interest, and your celebrations as Mansfield Town beat Forest Green Rovers by two goals to one. Uh, this afternoon at the Innocent New Lawn. Goals from George Lapsley and Harry Charlesley. Enough to see off Forest Green and get the Stags' first league victory of the season and make it three wins from as many games in as many competitions. Make sure you join us on Wednesday at 6pm-ish, probably, uh, for the Mansfield Matters podcast where we'll just look back on today's game. We'll uh, head into the dressing room a little bit and... We'll talk all things Mansfield Town as well and just have a general chit-chat. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. We'll probably give away a Mansfield Matters mug as well. Enjoy the rest of your evening. What a bloody great feeling it is to finally be winning on a Saturday afternoon.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.